Welcome to the post up. This is your weekly NBA show where usually three friends, but today only two friends because Dylan Bond has fucking quit on us. Talk about the association. I am back. Thank you very much for holding it down to Dolan and Dylan last week. I was on vacation with the family. Dolan and I have taken about 15, 20 minutes before the show started to talk about how my vacations are significantly more fun than his because he has two kids in that right Yeah, field. that's a yeah, fact. That's an absolute fact. I was chilling in the Outer Banks, uh, sleeping in until about 7.30. The lady was snoozing until about 9. Dolan will get up every day at 4 in the morning uh, with both of his children to then stroll around a campground. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, in a few weeks, I'll be heading on vacation myself on a campground. And, and shout out to all those parents, man. I know you know my feeling where it's just like you you envy those people. You get to go on vacation and relax. Like before kids, you get to go and you go have like a good time. Yeah. And you have kids and go on vacation with kids. And you're like, man, this is this is worse than being at home. So it's it's it was quite the realization. It was a painful realization for me. So, sh- you know, shout out to those parents on vacation going on vacation been on vacation with those kids because i know that shit ain't easy we got an eight month old sitting in the sand trying to eat that shit man i know that ain't easy so shout out to you you're you're doing great dolan is michael uh, michael's sitting here at at 30 and he's just brilliant he's got no kid he he just gets to go on vacation and vacation so shout out to him as well you're 31 and you got two kids right 30 years old two years old Two children. I am 30 years old. Dolan is a he's a great above me though, but I'm 30, no children. I guess the the look ahead is when Dolan's 43 years old, they'll be gone. When I'm 43, they'll be just getting into high school, possibly, you know, maybe even 10 years old by then. So that's right. I'll that's be right. way behind you, dude. You'll be chilling yeah. on a beach with a couple margs hanging oh, out. And I'm I'll gonna be... let your ass know too, <laughs> It's just a two man booth today. Dylan is off enjoying his vacation or maybe not because he's also got he, a child. He has a child. Who, yeah. who knows? Who knows? We stay tuned for next week. We will find out, check in with Dylan Bond, see how he's doing. Uh give the show a follow at the post up boys on Twitter. We have done a deep dive into this upcoming draft. We've given uh projections projections of who we think should go per each pick counting down from 14 to one i know it's a bit backwards but stay with us it's good it's a lot of fun get involved tell us who you would take at each draft counting down until the nba draft which was robbed from detroit we'll talk about that in this show for sure something uh as we will get into a deep dive dolan what have you done today dude what was the anything big going on today before we get into all the goings on our Liberty one. Exactly. We're massive, massive New York Liberty fans. And I've never liked a New York team in my life, but we all took, you know, we had a text thread go out a couple days ago and everybody had to claim a WNBA team. And somehow all of us just landed on Liberty. And I was the first to call it out. So I'm going to pat my own back here. I was the, (laughs) you know, I was the the leader here. Ringleader. Per usual. And everybody followed per usual. (laughs) fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah we're, we're huge new york liberty fans so we enjoyed uh brianna stewart and sabrina i to this day i don't know how to say her last name but shout Ionescu, out i think there you I go think. thank you um you know they, they had a great game today so uh 
shout out Liberty. We're, we're shout out massive, massive Liberty fans. There are no bigger Lib- New York Liberty fans than myself, Ryan Dolan, Dylan Bond, and Nate McCullen. Shout out to the New York Liberty. Let's talk some NBA, dude. Let's Finals do it, are yeah. pretty electric. I'm pretty sure you had the Nuggets in five. I had Nuggets in four. I believe I that's so. correct. Yeah, I believe, I believe that's I believe correct. So. Um, this is it has been actually has been a while it's why it's three it's, day it's, breaks in between games are crazy I mean, or i guess two day breaks but you know it's three three days in between games is is uh these finals feel like they last a long time yeah you ain't kidding the uh the nuggets are currently up three one yes they are. Uh, it's it's looking like they are going to finish this thing in denver correct going back to denver right now yes yeah the next yeah. game will be in denver i mean it's looking like this is going to be closed out uh Let's talk on Denver first, and then we'll get over to Miami. Obviously not done. We'll talk about what Miami needs to do to get back into this. But right now, man, how fucking good is Jokic? Game one comes out, and he's just kind of sleepwalks into a into a double-double. Game two, they they forced him to score. They got they got caught up there. But last game, man, this guy, what was his stat line? 32-20? What was his stat line? Triple-double so, him in? So, so. So two games ago, he dropped 32, 21, and 10. The prior last game, he dropped 23, 12, and 4. So, you know, by Jokic standards, you know, not not quite as good. But he also threw in three steals, three blocks, and, yeah. like, a multitude of kickballs, which it's funny to say that out loud and, like, think that that made an impact. But Miami yeah. was having some great backdoor cuts. And these plays got blown up by these kickballs. And, you know, this is only this is something you'll only understand if you sat and watched this game. Uh, you know, I th- Jokic played the greatest feet defensive game I think <laughs> I've ever watched in my life. I feel like he had six or seven kickballs that blew up what could have been really, really easy buckets for Miami. So, you know, I've, I've never been one to compliment his defense very much, but um, he, he was active, man. He was, he had active hands, he had active feet, he led to three steals, three blocks. Um, I believe he was one of you know three or four guys to ever put up his stat line, which is funny to say. And they said it to him in his press conference, like you're you're one of X amount of guys to put up the stat line. And he was so confused, he was just befuddled <laughs> over what they were telling him. And he literally looks at them and he's like, "I had twenty three, twelve, and four. Did you did you did you hear what he said? He goes, "That's not even that big of a line." Did you hear him saying yeah. that? <laughs> Such a fucking I, and it's <laughs> funny. I've I've grown to love uh, Jokic. I, I will always say his name wrong. Yeah. Just forgive me for that. I am just so naturally say Jokic. But um, you know, there's always the the Jokic and Bead rivalry, which mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, I'm not wasting my energy on. I think, why is I that think, a thing? Why why is that a thing? Because I, I don't get that. It's just because they're centers. I think that's a dumb. Yeah, I mean they were they were the two. You know, they're the two centers kind of trying to change the game back into the old ways. I guess uh, last year's MVP race was really really close. Yeah. That developed the rivalry more so between fans. You know, Embiid and yeah. probably don't give a shit, especially Jokic. Especially Embiid, yeah, yeah. Embiid, we could, uh, it almost kind of seems like he does, but yeah. Jokic definitely doesn't seem like he gives a damn. But um, I think that last year's race caused a little bit of a riff in between fans, especially on Twitter, man. Twitter's a crazy place uh, of people arguing over who deserves what and when. But, um, but you know, I've, I've grown to, to love Jokic in these press conferences, man. All the guy wants to do is win, and, and you got to respect that. And it was so funny to see, like, hey, you're one of the first players to do this, this, and this. And he was just like, 
what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. blown away by this shit. So yeah, I don't know. Just fu- funny stuff. He, he's got a good personality. You know, he he'd be a good good kind of face of the league, and he's trending that way. Yeah, you ain't. You know what the weird? You know what he strikes me as? He strikes me as a guy that like. uh I, I'm not. I know his motivation is, is is to win and be a good teammate, but I, I could definitely see this guy. How old is he? Real quick, look that up for me. 28. He's uh 28. I could definitely see him coming to 32 and just be like, "Hey, I'm out. I'll see you later." And and go. I mean, he's gotten paid. If if he wins a if he wins at least one or two rings, like you know, what's this day? I can definitely see him just kind of fading off into into the distance. And I mean, he definitely doesn't want to be the face of the league. You know what I mean? It, if there's one guy that's going to do it, it's him. And and, yeah. and Luca actually referenced that at one point. And, uh, you know, he's, he's so much younger than Jokic. So a little part of me doesn't want to believe him. But, like, you, you know, Luca said, you know, I don't think I'll be in the league that long, referring to, like, LeBron's scoring total or something yeah. like that. They're like, you know, do you think you'll catch up? And he said, I don't think I'll be in the league that long. I would believe Jokic saying that a lot more than, and Luca, sure. like Jokic does, he does seem like the guy that would just kind of ride off into the sunset at a, a fairly early age and just go enjoy his horses. For Quite literally time. on his horses, right off into the sunset. Yeah. I mean, he just does not care. He's so damn good, though, man. I mean, this Wonderful guy is so player. unbelievable. Quite literally, sleepwalks into these numbers. He just it it it's. I, I don't want to compare it to KD, but it's like it's KD esque where everything just seems so easy, and I'm just like, how is this guy just kind of walking around just getting these numbers, man? Such a good teammate, and then on the other side with him. Jamal Murray, I I said on a couple shows ago, I mean, this, there are so many other guards you'd probably take over Jamal Murray, but he has come out this, this, this playoffs in particular, you know, after towards ACL last, was it last year or two years ago? It was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Towards ACL and he's kind of gotten himself back, but I mean, this guy is, has become so good. He's putting himself in that, in that, you know, in that uh, bracket with these other guys. It's so hard, man. I'm not. We're not going to dive into you know who would you rather have, but it's just uh, give Murray his flowers, man. This guy has been absolutely unreal, and another guy who's been unreal, Dolan. A kind of throughout the whole playoffs, maybe one of these uh, underappreciated guys, Aaron fucking Gordon, man, has been so good last game. Good. What did uh what did what did Orlando trade for this? I mean, what did Denver trade for this guy? Great question. I, I'm gonna need you to talk the, for a minute. And no, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, man. Up. It's uh, he's. I mean, this guy has gone into every single series, you know, this playoffs, and he's guarded the best player. He is that typical guarded the best player, been forced to shoot when he, you know, he's been it, Miami's not just Miami, but every single series they forced him to shoot, and it seems like every time they give him the three ball, he's just draining that thing with no problem. But who? What yeah. they trade? Uh, they they traded Gary Harris, who's still been a mainstay for Orlando, and R.J. Hampton, who had potential at the time. Mm. Uh, you know, he's still there, so you know he could fulfill that potential, but it's not looking great. Yeah. And then a 2025 first round pick, so you know, not technically from the Magic standpoint, not really a bad haul at all. So it's not like they got robbed here by any means. But um, you know, on the flip side, Aaron Gordon's playing key minutes yeah. in NBA Finals. They and they also received Gary Clark for. Uh, the Nuggets received Gary Clark as well. Shout out Gary, Gary Clark, friend yeah, of the show. Gary, big, big friend of the show for sure. Yeah. Um, it, so, it's, you know, we can't even say that the Magic got robbed or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Depends we, on who they take in 2025. But, yeah, I mean, they exactly. could – That's good, a good trade there. Exa- yeah, exactly. Exa- if, it, if it comes out for the – you know, if it works out for the Magic that they get a good player in 2025, this will be an even trade. Because Aaron Gordon's not going to be a superstar. He's not going to be what Orlando was trying to turn him into. But for this Nuggets team, man – he is he has been fucking yeah chef's fucking kid. he's been 
good, man. This guy. Yep. It's wild, man. Every, everybody on this Denver team, to a T. This is just a true team effort here. KCP's been good. I'm, I don't know. How do you feel about Michael Porter Jr.? I'm not a big – as you guys should know, I've been taking his unders a lot, yeah. not in this series. But how do you feel about Michael Porter Jr., man? He was great until the finals. Uh, and then at that point, he just yeah. – he almost became unplayable. I thought his effort level was really questionable, which, you know, I don't understand how that's even possible at, that, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, on that note, KCP actually in the finals, he's kind of the same way. He played some pretty damn solid basketball leading up Piston to this legend. point, but hasn't been that great in the finals. But um, Aaron Gordon stepped up. Uh, yeah. Bruce Brown stepped up. Bruce Christian Brown. Brown stepped up. Yeah. Christian uh, Brown. Yeah. Christian Brown. Bruce Brown, KCP, Piston Legends. Unbelievable stuff that yeah. they're both uh, suiting up for Detroit now that I do anything. Neither one of them would be anything if they were still in Detroit. So, I mean, good for them. It's one of those things that. It's not going to work out where they're at, so I you know, wish them the best. I love watching these guys ball out, man. I, I <clears throat> famously on this show have slept heavy on Denver and Miami, uh, and this Denver team's been an absolute fucking joy to watch. I, who were they? Were they preseason favorites? No. Yeah, nowhere near. Right? No hey, no, 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 no. I didn't think so. I mean, nowhere near the top. I believe Nets were. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Great. What a long dude. What a long season long this season. has been. And if if you're listening and and you have Twitter, hop on Twitter and there's a thread. And basically, <laughs> yeah. the the key tweet is this has to be the funniest season ever. Yeah. And yeah. all of the quote tweets of all of the moments from this season have branched into this absolute gem, absolute yeah. gem. gem of uh of a thread and please please do yourself a favor look at this and it's crazy now that take about 30 minutes out of your life now i mean take 30 minutes and sit down it's good though it's that good i mean and we're we know we're obviously so close to the end of the season which is a little devastating but look back and think about what we witnessed this season and and it's crazy it's crazy it's like a reality tv show mixed with sports the nba is the nba is just a little bit different Uh, you know, NFL just kind of has really good games and their players go and like, you know, hit women or, or something like that. Whereas the NBA is just like, they have really good games. They have some shit games too, but these guys are funny as shit, whether they yeah. mean to me or not. And there's, <laughs> there's funny moments and man, the thread is just so beautiful. So beautiful, man. So yeah, do I will, uh, favor. go check out that thread if you can find it. I will I will put that thread on the uh, show's Twitter at the post up boys. Go there uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, and you'll find it. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give it a nice retweet. Tell everybody come check this out. On, yeah. Back into this final series, man. Miami is there down three one. We've only seen one team do this: LeBron and the Cavs, team of destiny. Yeah. Is there any chance Miami comes back? It's not looking great, man. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought you know Jimmy Jimmy got hurt at one point in the playoff in the playoffs and, and he just never really seemed yeah. to look back to normal. And um, it's funny, man. Uh, it's, it's funny. Cause you know, I feel like Jimmy's getting a little bit of a pass. If other players were in his shoes currently, I feel like there'd be a lot, a lot to say. Now could he, not agree more. In, in my opinion, he's been pretty bad in the finals. Uh, bad is bad. Is maybe a little overstated. He has, he has not been great at all. Um, he's definitely been underperforming. And they need him bad. And I think he's almost getting away with how good he was early in the playoffs. Now, if you're mm-hmm. hurt, you're hurt. It sucks. You know, it, I'm sure it's hard to sit on the court knowing, you know, your ability is being taken away by an injury. Um, but again, you know, I, I just gave him a pass in a sense. Like, 
I feel like he's getting a pass. He's not even the leading scorer of the series on the Heat. Bam Adebayo is at 22.3 points. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's averaging 22, I'm sorry, 21.8. He's shooting 44.6% from the field for a guy that doesn't really shoot many threes. Is It's not good, man. It's just yeah. not. It's not it. Uh, 6.8 assists is, is pretty awesome. 1.3 turnovers is terrific. So, um, you know, from a facilitating standpoint, he's been pretty awesome. But, uh, I mean, they need their 27, 28 points per game guy back. And uh, To be know. fair to Jimmy, you know, he said playoff Jimmy's not a thing. And we, we've did. seen for the most of this playoffs it has been a thing. But now the finals turn around. My, my whole thing with this, right, is – whether this is true or not, you know, sorry about it, but this is the this is the, like the mantra that Jimmy Butler carries around that he doesn't like weakness and shit like that. You know what I mean? I mean, he famously in Minnesota calling out Cat for not giving full effort. Not saying he's not giving full effort, but no, we don't know what his injury is. We truly don't have any idea. He's not come out and said anything, but he isn't. I mean, he's just not performing in this in this final series here. As everybody knows, I'm not a big fan of Bam Adebayo, but he is playing decent. I'd say, I mean, I'd say, I don't think he's played great, but he's played he's good. Pretty damn good. Do you really? I, I think he's been fine. I think he's been fine. I mean, this is, I think what you're looking at here in this finals is what Bam's complete and total ceiling is. I don't think this is any, I, go ahead. But let's pay respect to the fact that he's, he's putting, you know, he's putting up that performance. He's putting up his highest level of performance in the biggest moment. So I For think sure. that in itself deserves a lot of credit. For sure, Abs- no, no, absolutely. I, I, I agree. I, I think that for there's a lot of. I know, I know Miami's down, down bad right now. I'm not trying to make them down even more bad, but there's a lot of talk about Bam and what he could be and the potential of him. And I think, and this is this is not a knock on him. What you're looking at, this is where his absolute is, and it's great that he's doing this against Jokic and against Aaron Gordon and things like that. But I just don't think he is what everybody thinks he could be i'm not really sure again i, I asked this on the on a couple weeks ago like what is bam and nobody re- we didn't really have a great answer i think this is it this 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 level that you're seeing right here this is the absolute best you're going to get out of him he needs help jimmy butler's not been helping out max Struess, a couple games here and there he's had he, he's been good duncan robinson shooting game yeah that's it i mean duncan robinson shooting is going cold where we need to put some flyers out where the yeah. fuck has caleb martin been i mean six point where- eight points a game this series <laughs> It's T's and P's to every on, single Celtics fan on 35% shooting too. So uh, <laughs> that's miserable. An, another just, you know, it's, it's awesome to be a team where you like, you can rely on role players to step up and, you know, whether it be random role players, you know, if it's a, you know, a revolving door of role players that step up um, and it got you this far, that's, you know, it's such, such a luxury to have. However, the finals gets tough to do that man and they just haven't had it Gabe Vincent was wonderful in games one and two and then he was the most irrelevant player of the series in games two and three which is you know it was still fine from roller role players perspective to, to be fine you know pretty damn good in two yeah. out of four games but um I, I mean they have they have four guys averaging 10 or more points and that's very costly obviously you know we would expect that from Bam and Jimmy and then Gabe's averaging 12.8 but he's been a no-show the past two games, mostly yeah. because of foul trouble. And Kyle Lowry's putting up 10.5. And then they just have an influx of random guys, uh, including Max Struess. What the fuck are you, you doing, what? pal? I know. Um, this man's averaging 4.3 points 
on 16% shooting so far in the finals. So, and he's playing 23.3 minutes. Yeah. Obviously, those minutes are a little bit down, but that's only because he's been unplayable because he's just been so bad. So, um, you know, while it's really nice to be able to count on your role players, you know, they only could get you, but so the role far, players, the reason like, they're and, role players. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and this series has just been a, a great example of that. Whereas, you know, we've, we've watched the Denver stars show up pretty much every damn night. I mean, Murray, yeah. Murray's had double digit assists in every yeah. single game last game, even though he shot, he was five of 17 shooting, I think, but he had 12 assists, zero turnovers. And that, oh man, oh man, that, I mean, I'm I'm such a basketball nerd, but that excites me to to you know to know to to, to no end. Sorry, couldn't yeah. think of what I was trying to say, but that excites me to no end. I'm such a big uh, assist to turnover ratio guy, and it he, doesn't get better than twelve to zero. So um, he's been unreal, man. He's been yeah. abs- again give no not, not taking anything away from Denver here. Give them their their flowers. Their their defense has been impeccable. But you saw it last year with Golden State. These role players. You know, stepping up and doing their thing, and and kind of will helping out Golden State get that title. You see it every single year, and just Miami's role players have not truly stepped up in the way that we've quite literally watched them the rest of this playoffs. And it's nah. it's a sad thing to see here at the end. And for everybody talking about Boston would have given them a better game, or Lakers Boston would have been an awesome game. It wouldn't have because they didn't get there. It's the way it goes. They're both out. Should have I mean, beat the Miami yeah. Heat. Yeah, I mean that's that's just the way it is. Like, there's no, this is the most. I hate those kind of conversations. The most shoulda, would, the Pistons could be in the finals right now. They could. <laughs> all right. Like, all what right, the fuck right, we talking? Right. Yeah. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy. easy, pal. Pal. Put easy it back pal. in your pants. All right. This is uh. Next game is it Monday or Tuesday? We're recording on I a Sunday it's tomorrow. Yeah, yes. it is Monday it's at eight thirty p.m. on ABC slash ESPN. Denver close it out. Or is Miami getting one here? Uh. Denver closes this bad boy out, man. It's done. Yeah, it's done. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna give you a final score: 100 to 88. Yeah, part of me wants to say, and, and it kind of fills in with what you said. It, I don't. I technically don't think it's particularly close. By the time you guys are listening to this, I could. You know, we could we could look like, like dipshits, apples, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. You know, that's kind of you know that's part of the game. But I I don't really think it's particularly close. Um, yeah. In fact, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass off to you here in a second. I would love to see Miami come back. Red is. Go ahead. I would I would love to see Miami come back. I would love it. Give me more basketball. The season's almost over. It's been an awesome season. I'm a Pistons fan, and I'm telling you, it's been an awesome season. Like this has been. And stick around because we even though the game's gonna end and the series is gonna end, we have so much shit coming up this off season. I mean, the truly think about it. I'll give you a sneak peek here. The this I, I don't think this rookie class is being talked about enough. This rookie class has been. Ups and downs, but they have been fucking electric. And almost every team this entire year has had a talking point. And this offseason, we're going to cover every single bit of it. But go ahead, dude. What do you got there? Damn right we are. Yeah, I mean, I was just saying uh, I was I was interested in Denver spread. It's actually minus nine. They're nine point favorites <laughs> for tomorrow. Uh, I was thinking I would I would, you know, I'd be I'm not touching a minus nine in a, yeah. in a final. I do uh, like them I'm to win good. more than that. Yeah, exactly. I'll considering, I'll considering desperation. I actually don't even mind the heat at plus nine there. So exactly. I again, um, I'll stick to my one hundred to eighty eight, which would cover that that minus nine. But I still, I'm not. Doesn't mean I'm playing it. You know what I mean? I'm not putting my. I like it, but I'm not putting money on it. That's the way that kind of goes right there. Uh, yeah. This, uh, I, I think, I think Denver close it out. I think they win. You know, five. You know, five games. I, I had them in four. I just. 
the series has kind of gone the way I thought. I'm surprised Miami got a game, but it's the finals at the end of the day. You, you do expect both of these teams to come out and play. But shout out Denver, man. Such a such a, a good team. Let's move on outside of the finals. Let's talk about other things going on around the game of basketball. Damian Lillard has, I don't know if you've seen this as much as I have, but on Twitter, I mean, this has been like a massive, massive talking point. Um, and a lot of rumors circling on, I, I keep seeing conflicting on if, Portland's going to stay with Dame or if they're going to move away from Damian Lillard. What are you, I'm going to give you my thoughts and then I want to hear yours. If I'm Portland, sometimes, man, you, it shit just don't work out. And I think no disrespect to you, but I think Philadelphia is almost at that point with Embiid and everything that sometimes such a good thing. It can be, it's so good, but it just, it's just not getting you to that final result for whatever reason, you know, you know, bumps in the road on the journey, but, I think it's time, man. I think you got a good young core and potentially in Portland. I think it's time, man. You can get a pretty decent haul for Dame. Send him off somewhere that's good. I just don't see what you're trading for with that number three overall pick. I mean, I just don't. I don't know what you're getting back. A lot of the reports sure. have been Siakam. I'm I don't think that's. Yeah, I'm good. I'm way good. The other report I've seen is Bradley Beal. I mean, I. I get. I don't. I'm still good in the West. I'm still but, very good. But, but all right. So let's go ahead and say they trade. They make this trade. Let's say they yep. grab Bradley Beal. I mean, we can even include Siakam. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's one or the other. But uh, you know, say they go and grab Beal and place him beside Dame. They're still not contenders. No, they're not. No. What are you build? What are you building towards? And you're. You know, how often do you get the number three pick? So I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. Because no, no, no. No, no, you're spot on, man. Every no, man. Everything you said is spot on. And for me, I'm I'm looking at Dame, and I'm just like, hey, man, you've been an absolute fucking legend, and everybody talks about your loyalty, and it should be brought up, but you've been handsomely paid for that loyalty. So good on you. I mean, not only am I going to pay you a fuck ton of money for your loyalty, I will ship you to wherever you want. I mean, that's such a that's such a good way to go out. Hang the man's jersey in the rafters. Build him a statue for all I give a shit. But this is. This is the time right here. You got the number three overall pick. I'm not going to tell you who I draft. Uh, it's not Scoot. Uh, but again, go to our Twitter at uh, the Post Up Boys, and you will see who we've got, who I've got, who we've got going on uh, at, at the number three overall pick. I think this is such a perfect time to trade Dame. And if it's me, I'm sending him to Philly, and I'm getting Maxi. And that that. Uh, that lineup Portland could have is so much is so much fun. Now you talk about Philly. That's a whole nother conversation if Philly would do that. But if it's there for me, if I'm Portland, I think that's an you're getting Maxi and other things, obviously. But I just think now's the time, man. It, no matter where you send them to, I don't think Beal and Dame. I don't think Siakam and Dame. And I'll go a bit further. I don't think Beal, Siakam, and Dame are are contenders in the West there. I don't think all three of them on the team. So if you, yeah. and you're only gonna get one. Yeah, and there's I just, no way they can even get all three. Exactly. I just, I, so I'm, I'm just saying for the sake of this argument, even yeah, yeah. with all, th there's no, I just don't see Portland in the West with that lineup. And I think now is the time. Give him a hug. Say, I love you. Send him out. It's time to go, man. But for me, I would trade Damian Lillard, but it's looking like Portland's going to be building around Damian. 32 years old. I, what are your thoughts, man? You keeping Damian, are you sending him out, letting him go? You nailed a, a lot of my thoughts here. So, what what would they be building towards with a 32-year-old Damian Lillard if they you know if they trade the, the third overall pick? 
they're not going to bring in anything that substantial and make them a contender. They'd basically be trading for, you know, they'd, they'd get a great player out of it. You know, if they pulled uh, Beal and or, uh, it won't be and or, sorry. Uh, if they pulled Beal or Siakam, you know, that, that's, that, that makes a pretty formidable duo that will be interesting. It'll be fun. It'll fill seats. But that team ain't going anywhere, man. They're, they're still so far off. So um, I think, you know, if, if, if championship aspirations are, are the real goal, which obviously you'd like to think that's the goal for any and all teams, mm-hmm. um, I, I think their, their best path to a championship, believe it or not, is trading Dame, getting yeah. what you can while this man just averaged Good Lord, what did he just average? 32 it, and a half. Go ahead, points? look it up. Look it up. Let me jump in right here. That's I was, yeah, that was yeah. my next point is he, the man just had an MVP-like season and you didn't even get in the play-in. Like, what are we even talking about with Portland here? Like, this is the time right here. Yeah. Send him on his way. Unless you're Portland, and I'll hold my hands up. If you're Portland and you're like, we want to be the first ever in-season tournament winners, and that's why we're getting Siakam. Do your thing. You're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. But do your thing and get Siakam. What what did uh what did you got with Dame average this year? So so Dame averaged thirty two point two. But I I think it's even worth noting beyond just that is that uh you know in in December he averaged twenty two point three points. So like he yeah. didn't just you know he didn't just bounce right back in uh you know into the league. I'm sorry, this is November. In November he averaged twenty two point three. Uh, he was recovering from an abdominal injury. The following month, he averaged twenty nine point two. So to average thirty two point two is insane. That that insane. just goes to show you how insane his you know his January February March was. Um, you know the value does not get higher. No, uh, it, it will not get higher. And especially if you trade for an additional uh, borderline star, star, you know whatever you're willing to call Beal and, and Siakam, it, it doesn't get higher than it does now. Trade them while the value is at its highest. Keep the number three overall pick. Draft the guy that you want to be the face of your franchise while already having Shaden Sharp, who I don't know if he quite has face of the franchise potential, but he has a lot of potential. I love Shaden Sharp. Yeah, Anthony Simons has a ton of potential. This dude's just getting started, and this dude can... Man, this guy can shoot. That's my next next question, right? And I I mean, I've seen a lot of Anthony Simons trading... I I rate Anthony Simons high. I think he's a very good player, and I, twenty three years old. I think he's I think he's ready to go. I am stunned at the amount of just willingness to let this guy stroll away. For I feel like Portland's undervaluing this guy. If he sends him out, I don't know what you're going to get for Anthony Simons. I'm not saying you should get a haul. I'm not saying he's that great, but I think he's a yeah, I think he's a very good player that can absolutely be on a contender and in, in, in the Western conference. And, and when you look around the West, LeBron's getting older. We don't really know how long that golden state team is, is sticking around. We just talked about Jokic could be one in like four or five years to be like, hey, I'm yeah. going to go play with my horses like yeah. that West. It could be, you know, and, and by the time that, you know, Portland is of age, you're really looking at maybe new Orleans. If we get into this, we'll talk about Zion. Don't you worry, but maybe new Orleans, if Zion gets his shit together, but it's a, it's a, the West could be wide open here soon. I, for me, we don't need to spend a whole, whole hell of a lot of time on it. I'm just stunned that this is even like a, a real, real discussion. I feel like, I feel like smart organizations send them off and say, Hey, see, man, yeah. see you later. Thanks for your time. But yeah. Yep. And, and when I look at their roster construction right now, 
um, and maybe not necessarily even construction, but just a couple of guys with with a low number of age beside it that are interesting to me. I mean, you got Cam Reddish, who I still think has a ton of potential in this league. Oh. That man's 23 years old. Uh, like we've already mentioned, Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simons. Who Skyler Mays, who you know he, he played six games, but he played pretty fucking well. Um, he averaged 15 and eight in those six games. These are meaningless games, but you know maybe a guy you can kick tires with. They have Justice Winslow who's still young. They have Matisse Thibault who's still young. They have Kevin Knox who's still young. So give these man, you know, give these men the keys. Uh, add in the number three overall pick, and you have something exciting as shit, man. Even more exciting than being the seventh seed in the West and making the playoffs, in my opinion. But I am a Philly fan who, uh, you know, (laughs) uh, tanking excites me. It's been bred into my DNA. But, you know, I think think a core of Simons, Reddish, Knox is, you know, I'm not so sure about Knox. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying he's a good player. But, yeah, Piston's a legend. That's a fact. But, like, you know, he's still so young. Give him a Give him, give him his opportunity. Matisse Thibel, uh, Sixers legend. Give him his opportunity. I mean, these are guys. Trend and Watford. These are yeah. young guys with with decent potential, in my opinion. Um, and I, I don't know. I think they deserve their shots. You know, let these guys get their minutes, make their mistakes, fuck up, and learn from it. And you know, see who you have that, that's actually worth building around. Because you have names that. Uh, you know, you could let them go and regret it in a few years. I mean, especially Cam Reddish comes to mind. It, it doesn't seem, you know, Cam Reddish is obviously missing something. You know, nobody's really given him his shot, and I'm sure there's a reason to it. Um, you know, it may very well be defensively or, or maybe an effort thing, but, you know, Cam Reddish is still so young, and he has mm-hmm. so much potential. I mean, he was he was right there with Zion as far I'm, – I'm sorry. That's a little overstated. He wasn't right there with Zion, but, I mean, he was a massive, massive prospect in his high school class. Uh, you know, the same year as Zion, he wasn't on Zion's level. So let me let me backtrack a little bit. I know what you mean. No, I, I know uh, what you. I know what you're getting at there. Yeah, these are these are guys that I would like to see. Like, if I'm a fan of a team and I have these guys on my team, I want to see these guys wow. get an opportunity. And you know, I, I would be okay. Whatever you get back in the hall for Dame, this. I mean, we could be talking four or five first round picks. Yeah, a couple pick swaps, couple good yeah. young players. Yeah, dude, put put seven, eight, nine. 23 year olds out there plus the number three overall pick plus four or five years worth of first rounders and and you you truly might be building something very very exciting and uh you know or or you can go the damien and, and pascal siakam route and make the the, the seventh or, or you may maybe if everything goes perfectly the sixth seed then you probably lose early in the playoffs yeah maybe uh, you maybe even losing the play in yeah yeah yeah, and then you get stuck in purgatory, and it's just it's it's not the way, man. So uh, again, if if I'm if I'm a, if I'm and again, I'm a Piston fan. You're uh, full disclosure. You're hearing this from a 76er fan who yeah. loves. I mean, this guy gets fucking aroused when tanking comes up, and a Pistons fan who has li- quite literally not seen a playoff win m- my entire basketball life, which is yeah. going on 12 years now. So, yeah. I mean, take this with a grain of salt. But if I'm if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a Portland fan and I'm and I'm looking at a a core of and I'm right there with you on Cam Reddish now why Atlanta New York hasn't worked out he's over in Portland now if I'm looking at Cam Reddish Cam, I'm sorry if I'm looking at Anthony Simons Shaden Sharp Cam Reddish that is such a good solid starting three and if you trade Dame another big caveat to this is that Nurkic deal becomes null and void now you don't I mean that Nurkic deal sucks but 
they it doesn't matter. Be able to include them. Hundred percent. You might be able to include. And if you can't, it's not like a. It's not, you're not dying. I mean, you can keep that Nurkic deal until he runs out. Then it becomes a tradable asset in like two years for an actual tanking team. It's just. I just think the upside for trading Dame is is far more than than keeping him. And at the end of the day, what's he become? He becomes Portland's greatest ever player. And good for him. That's awesome. That's such a great thing to 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 accomplish there to be one team's greatest ever player. There's only 32 teams in the league, so you're the greatest ever player on one of them. Solid. That's a good shout. But Go somewhere and win, man. Like Dame, unfortunately, I think East Coast biased as well. I think there's a lot of people in the East Coast that don't actually know how good Damian Lillard is because he's playing at 10 o'clock at night. This guy's fucking electric, man. Yeah, and my I wish stays up and watches him every night. That's for sure. Yeah, many, uh, many 12, 12 in the morning on a Tuesday conversations with Dolan and I talk about random basketball and hockey games. So you know let's move on. Dolan, what's, what kind of show is this? This is a basketball show, my friend. On basketball shows, we must talk about basketball things. And unfortunately, going on in the basketball world, we do not wish downfall on anybody. Okay? We do not. Dolan is a happily married man to a beautiful wife. Laura's fucking phenomenal, right? I don't need to tell you that, Dolan. These are facts. These are absolute facts. We don't preach infidelity here. But if you gave me... 400 plus million dollars at 22 years old i don't know what kind of person i'd be so i'm who am i to throw stones at a man but one of the funniest fucking things i've ever seen in my life has happened this past weekend (laughs) zion williamson announced that he was expecting a baby girl and for the next three days (laughs) this woman mariah what's her last name Mills. Who Mills. Yeah, after. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't kidding, dude. Mariah Mills has gone on an absolute tangent about Zion cheating and then another girl came out. There are so many solid solid memes on the on the uh on the um the Twitterverse about this. Now, this means nothing in the basketball sense, really. I mean, he he should be back. But this is just another one of those things to throw at this guy who we already know can't stay away from the Bow Bear biscuits, which we've already said are fucking delicious. We already know this. Yeah, but this guy's got to gotta stop. There's got to be a, t- a point, right? And I'm not, again, who am I? To, I've told you already. You give me $400 million at 22 years old. I was a fucking idiot at 17. Idiot. idiot. At 17 to 25, I was an absolute idiot. You give me $400 million? Are you kidding? I was broken. I was an idiot. You give me money? I'll be a bigger idiot. I'm not throwing stones at this guy. But at some point, we've got to stop talking about this guy off court. And we've got we've got to start talking about this guy on the court, right? Like, silence has got to be his biggest friend. Him and Ja, one and two, have got to stay out of the media for the next six months, right? got to you would hope you would think i mean i'm out of things to say at this point i mean you really are i mean you really are and 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 technically to zion's defense my man didn't do anything wrong man everybody wants a yeah a wet i met adam region if you will yeah i mean you know everybody wants to wants to dig in he didn't do anything wrong technically but this man has been put absolutely on blast in front of the entire world for three days if you're if you're an NBA fan and even know the name Zion, you know you have to have heard of this. So I almost feel bad for the guy, man. He just he can't get out of his own way. And even this, yeah. he didn't do anything fucking wrong here, man. He's just he's just you know, he's just trying to. Have he's being a normal patience. dude. Yeah, he's just, yeah. 
just being a person, man. Yeah, uh, dude. And e- and even that, the you know, the poor fella can't stay out of his own way. So I almost, you know, it almost feels wrong, man. It, I feel I feel bad for the guy. And I'm 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 the you know I'm as big as a UNC fan as you're gonna find. But I like Zion, man. I cheer for Zion. I want him to be on the floor because I think yeah. when he plays, the NBA is in a good good spot i mean he he could be face the league potential but you know with with every passing year and every passing injury and every passing porn star that tweets at him uh you know we, we start to we start to question a little bit and uh i, I don't even know where this leaves us man I, I i don't even know what to say about this it's it's tough again I, i'm I, again I've probably read almost every single tweet. Every single one. It's been <laughs> it's been so funny, dude. The the my my some of my favorite memes have been when <laughs> they said Mariah, it's been three days and it's been straight like just go take a break, man. Like, go take. I'm telling again. I'm not. We're not here to pick on this guy. I'm not going to go into what has been said about him, and I'm not going to. I'm not putting this man's uh, screenshots on blast here. But at some point, man. Everything about Zion has been off the floor. He's only played in 30% of the games he can play in. Him and Cade, Cade Cunningham has played more games than Zion Williamson, and Zion's been in the league for a year longer. I mean, that's a fact. You can look that. It's an absolute fact. This, I think it's two more games. It's it's the fact that this guy does not play uh, and and is constantly in the media for non-basketball stuff. It's just got to end, man. It's got to end. And it's a good – what you just said is spot on. It's a good segue into the next thing. How fucking set LeBron's going to leave soon. He's going to be gone. Steph Curry is getting older. How fucking set is this league? I mean, there are studs everywhere and Zion could be the guy. And if you look right next to him, the guy who went number two in that draft, John Morant could be the guy. And these two get better people around you, man. I said it before, head over to Barnes and Noble and just sit, dude, grab some (laughs) books and relax, man. Like, Get off of the phone, dude. And like you Barnes could. That's the place to be right now. Not out here on the streets, dude. Gotta get. I mean, you could be it. It. You could be it. Now you could have. You got generational wealth already. Dolan and I, Dylan, he's not here. I'll speak for him as well. We 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 are just basketball fans, and we want to see good basketball. And Zion's a damn good basketball player. John Morant's a damn good basketball player. Time to stop talking about all the shit you're doing off the floor and get back on the court and be you, dog. And with that. Let's talk about the draft real quick. Didn't get to talk about it a couple weeks ago because we had uh, Dylan with his frog wireless. Did not get to talk about it last week because I was out. Uh, but the NBA draft is coming up in, I think, 11 days now. Um, I am fucking stoked on this draft. Uh, I am only talking about this because I am a Piston fan. Uh, we have been fucking robbed of this number one overall pick. I I want Cam Whitmore or Jairus Walker. And if we don't get either one, I will be genuinely hurt. Like I, like I genuinely am worried about. And Piston fans, let me know if I'm being too dramatic here. Genuinely worried for the next step. I, I like the Thompson twins. I've done. I can't tell you guys how much research I did this on. This man on, has grinded. This man grinded. spent his vacation studying this shit. Loving it. And this is to be honest with you. Hold my hands up. This is usually. I've known Dolan since we were seventeen and eighteen. This is usually Dolan's spot, right? Not that he hasn't done anything, but. This I usually lean on Dolan for this kind of info, and for some reason I got in a yeah I got in a rabbit hole of draft news. I think that this draft class has a lot of very good players, not so much uh, top end stars after 
I really, I don't really think that Brandon Miller is a top end star either. I think he's just a very good two or three guy on a very good team, but a score, I mean, he's a stud. But I, th- I think Scoot, I think he could be a stud if he gets a three point shot. He could be very good. Victor, I'm not going to go deep in. We already know about Victor Wimbanyama. But this is a this is a draft full of very good young athletic guys, man. Again, I'm not going to spend too much time, but I, I just want to say, if you were a basketball fan, this is a fucking time to be alive because this league is going to be stacked with talent i mean we are just seeing loads and loads and loads of talent anything you got to say before i move over to this or that dude no not really not really i'll let you i'll let you kind of take over uh the draft talk at least temporarily um i'm super intrigued by the thompson twins i think that's so cool we could have twins both go i mean not even top 10 they're probably going to both go sooner than that so um you know I, i will say as far as detroit's concerned a lot of the mocks that i've read have been cam whitmore i think cam his kind of game, his you know, he's physical, man. He's a big yep. guy, so Love I think he he could be a nice uh, addition for for Detroit. So that's kind of where my uh, initial thoughts lean for Detroit. Um, you already said, you know, there's nothing left to be said about Victor Wembanyama. Uh, it's really, you know, now it's a debate of whether Charlotte should go scoot or not. Um, it seems like the more mocks I read, the more I see Brandon Miller. Um, I believe that you were kind of leaning that way as well, so. Yep. which I find interesting, but you know, like you said, for, for many years, this was, this was my time to shine. Yeah. This is yeah. Finally, you know, the draft is almost irrelevant to me, at least from like a fan standpoint. So uh, I'll let you, you know, enjoy your flowers of having a shit team. Enjoy just being absolutely garbage and, and bottom feeding in the league. Love it. This Love is, it. It's, dude, it's fun once the NBA season's done and, and your yeah. team sucked and you just suffered for all that time. Now you have something <laughs> to look forward to. So enjoy it, man. It's, it's yeah. a special occasion. Again, that's coming from a 76er fan. So when I say for years, Dolan was years. the, when I'm telling you guys, the guy to go to for the draft info. I mean, he would have notes upon notes on his iPhone 4 back in the day of just all these guys that were studs because he had for to because years. Years. Yeah. Because Years. I would, I mean, for a little while there, things were so bad with the Sixers that, like, if NBA was on and NCAA was on at the same time, yeah. I'd go watch NCAA and fantasize about the guys that we could draft onto the Sixers <laughs> instead of watching the NBA. I mean, that was years and years and years. Man. Miserable. If you're a Sixer fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, oh. I could have watched Hollis Thompson, uh, Brandon Davies, <laughs> Jeremy Grant, Ken Aldemir. Uh, Isaiah Cannon, but instead I I just went and watched college guys that I could fantasize about, and uh, yeah, I, Isaiah Cannon's three point shot on two K was fucking electric. If you know, you know. Yeah. The uh, let's go uh, let's go over to this or that. Dylan is with us in spirit. He sent us some videos. Let me get him played for you right now. You ready, dude? Yeah, man. All right, it's number one. Here we go. If I can get this fucking thing to load, there we go. All right, guys, on the surface, I think this one is kind of an easy one. But I think one player has some um, bust potential, and one's potential is a lot higher. Would you guys rather have Austin Reeves or Christian Brown or Braun from the Nuggets after his big game in the finals? Uh, I will. I know where Dolan's going on this one. I'm going to go opposite. I, uh, I, I, want, I, want, uh, I want Braun. The reason I want Braun is there's not um, – I don't like Austin Reeves. I mean, that's the real answer here. I I get I, I think I'm being disrespectful. I'll hold my hands up here. I think I'm being very disrespectful on Austin Reeves. Uh, I think Austin Reeves is I'm trying to think of a, of a player to compare him to that had a good moment. Like it's almost 
it's not to this extent, but it's Jeremy Lin esque. I mean, this guy has come in this, and now Jeremy Lin had a month. Okay, so again, it's disrespectful to me because Austin Reeves has had a good year. Okay, a good year from Austin Reeves, which is very hard to do in the league. I just think the moment this guy signs for a fifty to sixty million dollar contract, he will become instantly the worst contract in the league. I would, I will be very. If LeBron leaves, which I don't think is going to happen, um, I don't really know what – I don't see where Austin Reeves fits into any team in the starting rotation. I don't love him on defense. Dolan might have stats to uh, shit me, uh, shit on me on this one. I'm not a big Austin Reeves guy. So for that, I'm going Braun. Uh, recency bias as well. Braun's been fucking electric in these finals. Dolan, why do you love Austin Reeves and why do you think he's <laughs> one of the greatest players of all time? And why do you like shit players? Jeez, uh, yeah, what what a segue in into my take. Uh, I mean, I technically don't even think this is close. To be honest with you, uh, Christian Braun Brown, we don't we don't even know who he is. Um, you know, we've seen him play big a, a big game in the finals, basically, um, and and he played great. You know, he hit some big shots. Some were threes, some were layups, um, but it's easy. I mean, he he plays with arguably the best passer in the league, not to mention a point guard who's averaged double digit assists and had double digit assists in every game in the final. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really think he's even in the same stratosphere to be honest in this situation. Um, and that's not even like that much of a, you know, a love statement to Reeves. I, I hate the Lakers. I've always hated the Lakers and more than hating the Lakers. I've always hated the guy that Lakers fans swear is worth more than the rest of the league realizes like, like Kyle Kuzma, and this isn't a diss to Kuzma. You see, you know, he was a really good player, especially in his rookie year with the Lakers. But like, you know, so many Laker fans are putting him on the same level as Tatum and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they're, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker was, the, was oh, the one Dolan, after that. Where- Dolan, Dolan, Dolan. I got to, that was what I was about to say. I, I will let you finish one second. There yep. was a time last year where uh, Lakers fans were talking to me on Twitter saying, yeah, Taylor Horton Tucker for uh, Jeremy Grant. And I can't tell you how I wanted to literally book a flight to L.A. and beat the absolute shitty. That is such a piss take. Taylor yeah, Horton Tucker, get the fuck horrible. out of here. Go ahead, Dolan. Yeah, so so there's always been the Laker guy that, you know, Caruso even played this role for a little while where they, they you know, they they swore that this guy was – was so you know so good and, and worth so much more than he really was in reality, and I guess to a certain extent Austin Reeves might fit that bill. However, I've credited the Lakers' trade deadline many times on the show and how it led them from their two and ten start to whatever uh, to get to the play playoffs and actually play really competitive playoff basketball. However, when I look back at what everything that I watched, I think the key change was putting Austin Reeves in the starting lineup giving him somewhat of the keys and, and letting him do his thing. And I think he played great in that role. Um, you know, he was, he's a 14, four and four guy uh, who's going to be fairly efficient. And I, you know, I think there's a huge place in, in the NBA for that kind of player. He's not a star. He's not, a, he's obviously not a superstar. He's not even a borderline star, but I think he's a fine starting player in this, in the NBA. Um, he's going to get overpaid, but at some point, overpaid everybody in the whole league's overpaid and it's only going to get worse the rest of our lives yeah, so fact. i think yeah. we just need to readjust our definition of that um so so i think i think reeves is a fine player i think he's going to get a contract you know it's going to look a little rough on paper but 
I, I feel like he's going to be worth it just in the sense of NBA contracts are about to go absolutely fucking bananas. And they already have. They're only about to get worse. So he's, you know, on paper, it's going to seem like this man's overpaid. But I thought he played really good basketball. I think it was a huge, huge part to the Lakers pulling off what they pulled off. And, um, you know, when when compared to Christian Braun, I, I don't think that's really uh, – I don't think that's quite fair. Uh, Christian Braun – we haven't seen shit yeah. from him technically. No, I agree. No, and that's I, not a diss to him. It's really yeah. just more so a lack of opportunity. But uh, Reeves got his opportunity. I thought he played very well with it. He earned himself a check. We'll see if he continues to earn himself a check. Absolutely fair. I do. I did hundred percent want to leave it on that. One of us. I'll, I'll say this. One of us will be right. One of us will be wrong. Can't wait to see which one is which. Uh, yeah. We will know next year. That's for sure. Yes, uh, but will. again, Reeves goes to Detroit. <laughs> fuck that reeves earned himself this contract shout out to him man because you're about to get paid and congrats on dating taylor swift let's move over to uh dylan's second <laughs> allegedly all right for this one i feel like it's a very um timely one pretty simple and also kind of hard when you think about it but would you rather be your star player of your franchise right now be john morant or zion wilmington good lord all right. Well, I mean, we just covered that whole thing. Uh, Zion and 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 Ja just can't seem to keep themselves out of. Now, again, Dolan said it a bunch. Neither one of these guys have done anything illegal, right? I love women. Respect the hell out of women. I get it. I get it. But you bet we gotta play some basketball soon. Gotta play some basketball soon. Okay. Um, but. But getting your bone in real quick, you know, that, that doesn't, I'm not mad. It, it doesn't inhibit your, your ability not, to play. Yeah, I'm not mad. No, I'm, I'm, not mad. I'm just, I'm adding on to your point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you, th- hey, do your thing with one, two, three, four, five. I don't care. What am I? Not my place. Not, who am I to judge? All right. I've been to this strip club with you for your bachelor party. <laughs> That's all right. right. It's all right, dude. It's all, Jaw, it's all right. If you were throwing around a toy gun, fair, dude. Fair play, Jaw. I'm not, I'm not mad at you. Now I think you're a fucking liar, and I think your team's that, a liar. That's but bogus as fuck. That's that's the. I'm honestly, I need, I desperately. There's a little side note. We'll get back to Dylan's thing. When I saw that report, I put it up on the on the show's Twitter at the post up boys. Go follow that. When I saw that report, I was desperate to find audio. I needed to see one of Jaws' team members come out and say, no, 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 no. That was a toy gun. I needed it, man, because that's the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever. Listen, we ain't idiots. None of us are idiots. Couple of us on Twitter are, but me and Dolan are not idiots. Uh, for me to answer Dylan's question, um, give me Jaw, man. I, I like I like Jaw's game a, a, a bit more. I I just can't see Jaw doesn't have the injury history that Zion does, uh, and Jaw's. I, I was going to say overall ability to lead a team, but I don't I don't think that's true at all. Uh, give me Jaw. Give me Jaw just on the fact that he. he he stays on the floor. We've seen more of him, significantly more of him uh, than Zion. And again, I love Bo Bear Biscuits, man. Those are fucking good. Bo Jangles are fucking sponsor us. Go ahead, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time disagreeing. Um, I'm going to go with John and it, I'm going to keep it fairly short. I mean, a lot of it is, you know, availability is the best ability, which is, it's funny to say that in a debate like this, because Lord knows what, what the availability for any guy is going forward. But we've seen a lot of John Moran on the floor. Um, a lot of the reasons we didn't see him were, you know, this past year is, you know, it's not even legal allegations. It's just being silly on Instagram, I guess. But 
Um, you know, you know, to be fair, he's had his fair share of injuries too, but um, he's been on the floor a lot. He's played yep. really well in those minutes. Uh, you know, he's been there for his team a, a whole lot more than, than Zion, at least to this point. Um, and I think, you know, his, his potential is just so elite, man. And point guards, uh, Jokic may very well end up being the exception here, but, but I think point guards are how you win the, win the championship right now. Or at Agreed. least lead ball handlers, because you know whatever you want to call LeBron, he's you know he's obviously doesn't start a point guard, but I'm still willing to call him the Agreed. lead ball handler. Uh, I think lead ball handlers are the ones that are going to win you championships more more times than not in today's NBA. Uh, and I think Ja has the ultimate potential, man. The, the sky is the absolute limit for this man. Uh, so you know, just 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 don't. I mean, you you can have guns, put the gun man. down. You know, I I have a gun. You know, upstairs, it's yeah. fine. It's cool. Just yeah, you don't even have to put it down, man. Don't record. Don't. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't even don't. push record. And you know, that's on his friend. I guess in the in the second occasion, just don't push record. Just don't yeah. push record. It's like, and then we we you know, if he didn't put you know, if that wasn't recorded, you know, we'd be looking at Ja like you yeah, know, I, thought, I I thought Ja you know he he manned up. He you know he got up on stage. Uh, you know, he, he had his interviews after the first incident, you know, he said, I made, you know, I fucked up, you know, I'm willing to learn from it. So on, so be it. That's cool. That's cool. You know, they, they didn't play that great in the postseason. He's young, you know, the whole team's young. He stepped up and he said, this shit's on me. You know, you know, I need to be better. I need to do this. I need to do that. I thought like he showed signs of growth. He showed signs of maturity, uh, you know, and, and anybody can have a fucking publicist or anything like that but yeah regardless you know i thought he showed some, some interesting signs and uh you know there's obviously no doubt in his in his game and his ability so just 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 cancel. relax just get 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 instagram off your phone john you're gonna be so fucking good pal barnes so good. and noble dude get yeah, there go, yeah go chill at barnes and noble and read anatomy books or something pal. <laughs> get, get you uh, a coffee his, basketball history man Any, anything yeah, something zion it's just it's hard to we don't know. We, I mean, even dating back to college when he, you know, infamously busted through the Nike shoe. <laughs> yeah. We've never seen the man healthy, man. We, we've yeah. never seen him healthy. And we've seen Ja healthy for long periods of time. We've seen him dominate, He's been elite. dominate basketball for long periods of time. So uh, I got to go, Ja. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, again, I think, unfortunately, we're on the same page. Real quick, before I go to the last one from Dylan, uh, how how elite? Let's. I mean, I'll give Zion. I don't want people to think that we're just picking on Zion. I'm not. How elite could New Orleans be if Zion was just out there playing? I mean, this, New Orleans number one overall team in the in the West at the beginning of the year, right? Like like this guy, like that is a, that is the difference. The the number one to the play in, like that is how that is the gap there. That yeah. is how good this New Orleans team could be with with Zion. And we've already seen what Memphis is with with Jaw. Like just fucking get on the floor, dude. Like what are we? I'm not saying this whole shut up and dribble thing, but. No, in this no, instance, that's not my style. But yeah, just do just get on the floor somehow. Like just get there. Don't Instagram live and, and dribble. Like yeah, just chill out, man. Like, you know, have fun, live your life, dude. I did so many stupid fucking things yeah. when it, when I was your age. The last thing in the world I'd ever want to do is get up here and judge. But come on, man, don't this hit record. So avoidable, dude. It is. Don't hit record and organize your women better. You'll be fine, dude. You'll be fine, man. Yeah, You'll be yeah. fine. So, Let's go to the so, last one from Dylan here. One, real, one last quick, quick yeah. statement that I, I want to say is Zion's upside, I, I would still say, is higher, but his downside seems lower. And I'm, I'm all right taking the middle ground there. 
Yeah, it's spot chocolate. on because at the, the end, middle ground ain't a bad scenario by any means with chocolate. It, it, spot on. I mean, that whole thing, I'm not going to dive any deeper than that. That's spot on. I mean, 100% spot on. Last one from Dylan. All right, guys. Um, for this, this, or that, would you rather have Jason Tatum or Carmelo Anthony to build around? Carmelo Anthony and his Absolute classic from Dylan to get the Celtics back in here. We had a whole show not talking about the fucking Celtics, and look at this guy. Brought them right back in. Real them in. We didn't talk about them at all this entire time. Uh, I don't – you might disagree with me here. I don't know how this is even a debate right here. Jason Tatum is, what, 24 years old? Carmelo Anthony in his prime was a fucking e- – not that Tatum's not right now. Melo was fucking elite. Scoring title in New York. I fucking love. I'm also biased. I love Melo's game. Hate New York. Need that said. Hate New York. Other than the Liberty. Let's go Liberty. Other than the Liberty. Other than the Liberty, baby. Let's go Liberty. Uh, but Carmelo Anthony is a fucking elite talent, man. Like he was. I fuck. I fucking love Melo. Will always be devastated that Melo. I didn't. I came into the league uh, during that end of the go to work era in Detroit. Melo should have been on that team. We should have drafted him instead of Darko. That should have been the play there. We would, I mean, this guy, I don't think this guy ever would have left. I fucking love Carmelo Anthony, man. Give me Melo over Tatum in, uh, in Melo's prime. Even in, I don't, I don't want to say not in Melo's prime. That's a bit disrespectful to Tatum because I do like Tatum. Do you like Tatum? You probably don't because of the whole Philly thing and, you know, Boston. But I've, I, I like Tatum. I think he's a good player. Would I want him on Detroit? Yep. 100% I would because I've been starved of good players for years. But I, I give me mellow all day long. Go ahead, dude. Interesting. So this is another one. Well, last one I said I don't have a lot to say, and then I said a lot. I don't have a ton to say about this one. I think this is such a difficult comparison to make because we've seen Lamel, uh, Lamel, uh, Carmelo's his career has been fulfilled. We've seen his destiny. Uh, we have not seen Tatum's, and he's just made it deep into the postseason pretty much every year of his career. You got to think he makes that next step at some point. Tatum's not going anywhere. Very young. Obviously, so good. It's a little still quite inconsistent. My goodness, this man's highs and lows are so so vast. It's it's just it's he's like the Grand Canyon of basketball. Like you never know. I mean, this guy can score 48 points and then score like 13. 13. The game. And, <laughs> and nobody's stunned. Nobody's yeah. stunned. So no I, I I think this is such a difficult comparison. We know what Melo amounted to. Uh, we don't. We're not even remotely yeah. close to seeing the end game with with Tatum, and we've also seen him get so far, so many times, so quickly into his career. Um, and you got to think this experience is going to come, uh, you know, end up being to his benefit, even when when it feels bad in the moment. Uh, all these, you know, all these trying times, we're losing this season, uh, losing in the finals last season. I mean, these are good experiences in the long run. Uh, and I think Tatum will will benefit from them enough to take the lead over Carmelo in this specific argument. I I think Tatum does win a ring before it's all said and done. Man, Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. The the when um how, you 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 taking Tatum over Russell Westbrook? Not now, but Russell in his prime. Hmm. This Tatum or Russell Westbrook in his prime? Who do you who do you think goes down as a better player? You think it's Tatum? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, very, very difficult to answer because we've seen what one guy has amounted to. Um, 
it's also very easy to be prisoner of the moment. I mean, we we yeah. see Tatum yeah. in his prime where, versus a, a Russell has been, you know, time with different teams this season. Before, let me tell you why I asked before you before you because it's not it's not the, the answer is not dependent really on anything. The reason I asked that is you and I would have both said in 2013 that that Thunder team's going right back to the finals at some point. I don't think Russ has been back to a final sense. I don't think James Harden's been back to a final sense. The only reason Kevin Durant went back to a finals is because he's an absolute snake and went to the best team that ever that ever played the game. And I'm not and I and I used to love Kevin Durant. I had to, I just couldn't I do it after that. Do. Yeah, I oh I, the guy's game is fucking immaculate, man. I love I do genuinely love Kevin Durant, but it hurt my feelings. But this I'm looking at I'm looking at Tatum went to the finals last year as I I'm I'm in the same boat as Dolan. You get your lumps in the playoffs. You know, it just makes you a bit. We've seen it time and time again with greats how they've 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 had struggles early on when they're young, and then when they hit their prime, they go. I I I mean, I think it's easy to say now that Tatum wins one, but we've seen it. We've seen that guys very much. And I, I bring up Russ. That was the first one that came to my mind. There's probably a million other ones out there, but the first one that came to my mind was that OKC team. And this this Boston team looks like it's going to be different very soon. Uh, whether that be Brown there or Smart gone or Chris Paul, who there's a lot of avenues they could go this offseason. And if Brown leaves and you're placing him with just Chris Paul, is that better in the East? It's a conversation for another day for sure. But I, I think I, I think that this is a for as good as Tatum is, it's clearly a team game. And this is a big offseason coming up for Boston because this will show if if they're going to move forward with uh, this progression they've had, or if they're going to be one of those teams, or Tatum's going to be one of those guys that you know we look back on in six, seven years and go, "Damn, man! Like, how did he not ever get back to one?" Because Russell Westbrook man. has never that Thunder team never got back to one, and does KD ever really get to one? It's crazy, man! Absolutely crazy. Really, a fascinating perspective, to be honest. Uh, I mean, wow! I mean, that that that's a very thought provoking because we, you know when we really break down what's about to happen this off season, it's really hard to imagine that Boston walks into the next season a better team. Might have a better coaching staff. I think they obviously already do with all their assistants that they picked up. Uh, another year of Mazzola experience, you know, whatever that means for them. Um, but roster construction wise, it's you know, and Dylan, we'll we'll let Dylan talk about that for a while throughout this off season, but. It's gonna be really hard to walk in next season better. So that's so possible that you know this that his best chances are already behind him. When it feels yeah. like his best chances may should you know may and should be in, in front of him, that's not always the case, man. It's 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 hard to say. Uh so so actually a really fascinating perspective kind of put me in in a in a different in a different mindset to a certain extent. However, um I'm still gonna go Tatum over Mello. Okay. Fair. No, fair. It's very fair. I think Tatum's a brilliant player, man. He's he's again. I've said it a bunch this podcast. Th- this league is in a very good spot with young guys, man. They got a bunch of talent, man. We I don't know if we've ever seen this much ball handling talent in the league. Like really, truly, like guys that are just studs, man. From all three levels of the floor, man. It's just they. It's going to be awesome, man. The future's bright for this league. Adam Silver's cooking behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, a lot of these, this next season is going to be different for a lot of teams. And I think, uh, I think Boston is a lot of hype around Boston, but I'm right there with you. I don't really see a world in which they get, I, I they could, I don't not, not, I don't, it's not, that I don't see a world. I can definitely see a world where they're walking into next season 
not as good as this season. But time will tell. And that is definitely going to be a conversation for this offseason, which you guys should not go away. This is going to be a fucking electric offseason. A lot of shit we're going to talk about. A lot of teams go over. Draft is in a couple. It's in a week. We're getting, finals going to be over. Draft's coming up. 76ers might be shit next year. <laughs> it's going to be fucking electric. You guys stick be, around. Yeah, the NBA offseason is, is damn near unmatched, in my opinion. NFL is really exciting, too. But uh, NBA, man, NBA loves the drama, dude. They love it. Like, I think earlier in the show, I compared it to a reality TV show. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's exactly what this offseason is about to be like. I mean, every every season so much changes. So I cannot wait. We we aren't going anywhere, man. This, show, this show ain't going nowhere. We're going to be here pretty much weekly. And uh, maybe a show's a little bit shorter without games to talk about. But, man, this offseason will keep us busy. This this offseason should be freaking awesome. You ain't kidding. So, if you're very, a Pistons fan, stick around. Because it's going to be fucking electric this offseason, boys. Thank you very much for listening. We, From Dylan, Dolan, and myself, we appreciate the hell out of everybody that tunes in every single week. Thank you for getting involved on uh, on our Twitter, at the Post Up Boys. Go give it a follow. Like I said, I'll put that um, thread from this past season and all how hilarious it's been on the, uh, on the Twitter. So go give that a look. Take 30 minutes out of your day. Grab some snacks. Grab a drink because it's a, it's a good time to sit and laugh and all the things you forgot about. Solid stuff. Dolan, where can the people find you at before I close this out? At Ryan Props with a Z on the end on Twitter. Guys, go follow this man. Give him his praises because he's using an iPhone 3, and that's how he does all of his sports gambling info. I mean, it's crazy watching this guy. He's also six foot four, and his hands are fucking massive. If you know Jared Goff, Jared Goff's got massive hands. Detroit Lions quarterback. <laughs> Dolan has the same fucking hand size as Jared Goff. Dolan's... Seriously, you'll give this man his uh, his flowers. Uh, we've been around with this guy when he couldn't afford French fries, and now he's absolutely fucking killing it on the gambling scene. Go follow at Dylan Bond on Twitter, at DillBond00. Celtics fan always seems to find a way to get this show back into talking about the Celtics. Myself and Dolan does not give a shit. So if you're a Celtic fan, go follow Dylan on uh, on Twitter. He needs more Celtics fans. Uh, to talk to with uh, and you can find me at carefree willis come hang out talk about the pistons most importantly though give the show a follow at the post up boys come hang out with us over there a lot of draft stuff coming up a lot more episodes coming up we're again dolan said it a minute ago we are not going anywhere see you all next week i don't think dolan will be there you'll be off on vacation yeah i don't believe i will be here next week so for the third straight week it'll be a two-man booth so it went me and dylan me and michael then Michael Dillon. That's right. Tune in next week for me and Dylan. Uh, I've known Dylan since fifth grade. Should be a pretty electric show. This show is fucking awesome. Probably the best one. Dylan and I probably can't top this one because uh, Dylan and I are absolute idiots. But this was a solid fucking show. Uh, get stoked for two weeks from now when the boys are fucking back. That show is going to be fucking awesome. Damn Thank right. you all so much for listening. We'll see you all next time.